Hello and welcome to In The Circle, an inside look at field hockey in the United States, a podcast that gets you closer to the athletes, staff, club administrators, coaches, umpires and fans of USA Field Hockey. Nice move this. Nice triangle of play. They thread it through here onto the right-hand side. Gonzalez again looks up. Well, it's a good opportunity again here for USA to take the lead and they have. Are you looking for ways to keep playing hockey while social distancing? Follow STX Field Hockey on Instagram for daily suggestions on how to stay in hockey shape despite not being able to get on the field. You can also head to stx.com to subscribe to the STX Field Hockey newsletter where we'll be sending you twice weekly skills and drills, gear reviews, and stories from our team STX athletes. Still get much more here. USA Paul Singh gets the second goal. Number 18, Paul Singh, has got the second goal for USA. Right, today, thank you for joining me in the circle. I have with me midfielders Anna Desoy and Amanda Magadan. Thank you for joining me, girls. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> no, thank you for giving me your time. Um, so today we're going to do things slightly differently. We're going to look at creating our... Uh, all-American from the different traits and the attributes of women uh, within the national team. So we're going to identify seven different skills that we're going to look at, and we're going to try and create our ultimate hybrid uh, field hockey player. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds great. Right. To kick us off, I'm going to say um, the first skill that we want to have a look at and consider for our ultimate all-American field hockey player is speed. Which players in the national team would you look at and you'd say, we want to take that skill from that player and add it to our hybrid player? Um, I would say Laura. Um, she has, she's really, really fast, um, but she plays really well um, going into open space. So I think that's when um, her speed is highlighted the most. So I would take that aspect of her. I would say Danielle Grega. I think she has a second gear that she could really punch into, especially after she makes an elimination skill. That second gear burns a lot of defenders. So I think I would go with Danielle. Yeah, and I like with the the Danny comment. Like think back to the the goal against New Zealand, um, where she mm-hmm. she does that right pull. She goes right around the outside and and gets in behind the defence. I think that's a good suggestion. I'm going to add another name to this list. I'm going to add Linnea. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I get to see some of the GPS readouts on the speed and get to see how many meters per second she covers. Um, and certainly maybe not necessarily looks as fast when you're looking at her on the pitch because she, her stride length is huge. Um, right. But actually her speed is really, really good. She's got some long legs, that's for sure. She does. Is there anyone else that we're missing that we maybe want to consider to be uh, the players in the team that are fast, that we want, to, we want to steal their speed? I think Haley Schleicher can have an honourable mention here. She's pretty quick. Yeah, I would agree. I think going against her, if she gets a step on you, it's, it's really hard to get back in the play. I agree. Like, we haven't seen a huge amount. Unfortunately, Chula Vista was cut short, but she's got some serious speed on her and, and she's quick. From my observation, she's quick in the first like five yards. She's really quick mm-hmm. from naught to 100. She gets going and she's off and she's gone. Yeah, her first couple of steps put you in the dust for sure. <laughs> 
Cool. So who are we deciding on? Who is, whose speed are we saying? We've got Herf, who's got the, the outright speed. We've got Danny, who's got that second gear. We've got Linnea with her long stride length. And we've got uh, Haley with that can burst from um, 0 to 100 in no time at all. So who are we going to go with? Um, I think I would agree with Anna, and I'd go with Danielle as the overall pick, just because I think she has a good balance where she she can use her speed in open space, um, but she also can use it in a 1v1, which I think is, is huge. Okay, we're going to lock her in. We're going to take Danielle's speed. We're going to add her to All-Americans. All-American uh, is going to have the speed of Danielle. Right, moving on to number two, we're going to look at stamina. Anna, who would you throw into the mix to have for stamina or our cardiovascular endurance? Um, that's a tough one. I think we have a lot of good, good choices here, but I'm going to go with newbie Kelly LePage just because I think she came in January and just really set the bar and she came ready to work. And I think she shows that on a daily basis. Okay. Anna, uh, Amanda. Um, I'd probably go with uh, Linnea. I think she, like you said, you have the pleasure of reading her numbers, and I feel like she's always all over the field um, doing the work. And I thought the interesting thing with stamina to me um, was trying try to consider stamina with also um, like breakdown of skill. So how can um, the athletes on our team maintain stamina with the least amount of breakdown and skill. And she was one person that really just stuck out to me. Yeah, nice point. Certainly, like, you look at the the miles she puts in on the games and the work rate she does from that position. She does a lot. Uh, I'm going to add two more names into there. I'm going to add uh, Parker. Um, her... her um, her fitness levels, certainly from the test results, put her out as the as the person to, to achieve towards. I'm going to put Mags in there. I know you won't put yourself in there, Amanda, but I'm going to put you in there. Um, I see, again, I'm fortunate enough to see the numbers come game day and I can see the, the miles that you cover. Yeah, I definitely agree with both of those names. I think Parker, she can run for days, and Amanda, she's a workhorse for sure. Yeah, and Parker, even, like, I still get messages from Parker and I tried to call her the other day. And she's like, yeah, I'm just on an extra run. And I was thinking, are your fitness sessions at the moment are tough. They should be taking their toll. And she's out there putting in some extra miles, which is quite impressive. Yeah, she's a very special case. She, like, enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> right then. So we've discussed our, our four athletes. Who are we going to go with? We need to come with a consensus. Uh, I think we're going to go with Amanda. I think it's a great point about like skill not breaking down as well as the stamina. So being able to go for a long time, but also being able to have those sharp basic skills. So I'm going to say Linnea. I concur. I think that's a very, very good point. I think um, Linnea uh, stands out and I think that's a good selection. So we've locked her in. Number three, we're going to start looking and focusing at the hockey. What about passing? Who are the players in the team that have got the best passing range, the best passing accuracy, best passing speed? And we need to come up with one person to, to lock in. Um, for me, someone that came to mind um, pretty immediately was actually Rachel Robinson, one of our newer players, just because I remember out in Chula Vista um, being a screen and she was my center back. And 
receiving balls into the pocket from her, she would just um, deliver me a ball that was exactly where I wanted it and allowed me to um, execute my skill better. So um, she's someone that definitely I took note of as um, executing the basics of passing really, really well. I would agree. She's got great, um, great range of passing as well. Can throw overhead, throw aerials. She can sweep mm-hmm. the ball powerfully. Um, and like you said, she has great empathy on the pass. So she, like, she makes your job easier, which is from a screen position. That's always helpful. Yeah, she also has that vision to see the short and the long, which is great because then she could use either, either or. Any other suggestions? Any other names to throw into the mix? Uh, I'm going to say Ashley Hoffman because I think that she, like Rachel, has good empathy on the ball and gives it to you where you want it 99% of the time. That makes it easy for you to trap it and then do what you want to do next. Yeah, Ash, certainly there's a great video. I'm doing lots of video editing at the moment. She delivers one absolute worldie of a password um, against um, Argentina. She gets the ball from a corner breakdown, hits it a full 75 yards straight to Moya. Um, it was a brilliant pass. And she not only is she capable of delivering those ones, she can deliver the shorter pass. And she, like Amanda, gets the ball in the pocket under pressure a lot. So, yeah, I would agree. Ash is a, is a good suggestion. Where are we going then to the, the competitions between uh, Rachel and Ashley? Who are we gonna, who's going to, which passing range and which passing skill set are we going to apply to our All-American? Mags, you've got to make a decision. I don't know. I think, I think overall I am going to go with uh, Ashley just because I think she does do a good job and she has, um, similar to Rachel, a variety of passing skills, but she – also can incorporate um, her ability to uh, do a no-look pass. Um, her ball speed is also always high, whether she's on the move um, or stationary. She uh, typically has great accuracy um, and knows when to play the ball in the space, when to deliver it to her teammate's stick. And I think she also does a good job being a screen player, um, having good vision under pressure. And I think that makes um, – her ability to pass and deliver those um, passes, uh, just really great. I agree. I think Rachel was a, a good shout and someone who's come in and made a really big impact straight away. However, um, I think the pressure piece, the, the amount of times that Ashley gets the ball in that pocket and in that midfield with five Argentinian players collapsing the pocket on her and she's still mm-hmm. able to, to deliver under pressure, I think that, that just about tips her over the edge. So Ash gets our, um, we take Ash's passing and we apply it to our player. So first touch, we're now going to move on to uh, our fourth attribute, first touch. So the ability to control the ball, the ability to move the ball with the first touch. Who's the, generally the most comfortable in possession of the ball? Anna, who are you going to throw into the mix? Um, I have two, if that's allowed. And I think um, Ashley is pretty good just because she's comfortable and she does such an amazing job of like protecting the ball with her body um, that puts herself in a good position to make a good first touch. But I also think that Ginny Bramley is like so comfortable on the ball. And there's like times where I, she does something and I'm just like, wow, where did that come from? It's like great, great first touch. Okay, Amanda? I also had Ashley in there, maybe from uh, like more of a respect as her fellow screen now. Um, but I think she just does such a good job of protecting the ball and taking her first touch to space. And that's something that 
like I said, as her fellow screen, I admire and I try to learn a lot from her. Okay, I'm going to throw one more name into there, and that's uh, Danny. And I'd say that I've seen huge, the biggest thing for me is the improvement in her first touch. Um, mm -hmm. I think there are times, I think back to Chula Vista, which was our biggest training block, so our biggest chance to get together and, and really look at and focus on things. Um, and the amount of times the ball came into her very, very hard in full positions and she's leading back down the line of the ball and she just showed such soft hands to receive a ball that's got a little bit of skip on it or a ball that wasn't quite where she wanted it. I thought that was, for me, um, really stood out um, in particular. Yeah, I think something about uh, Danny too is her ability to like rebound in the circle. Sometimes there are balls that are flying across the circle and she's able to trap them and take her first touch to space. So I think that's also something that makes her threatening in just a different area of the field. I agree. This seems like to be the, uh, the tightest one we're going to have to call so far. Anna, who are you gonna, where's your, where are you going to cast your vote for uh, first touch? I'm casting my final vote for Ginny. I still think she's a wild card. I think she's good on the ground and in the air, so I'm going with Ginny. Max? I'll stand, I'll stand behind Anna. I like Ginny. I like Ginny as a good, good first catcher. <laughs> Ginny gets locked in. She, again, she's another player with really soft hands, another player that can get the ball in those tight spaces and find a way out, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. So Ginny's locked in for our first touch. Um, one uh, next skill, one that I am certainly excited to talk about is shooting. Um, obviously, there are a wide array of um, shooting skills. However, um, we need to come to a consensus. Uh, Anna, who are you throwing into the mix for our shooting uh, part of this chat? Uh, I'm going to throw in Lauren Moyer. I think she's deadly on the backhand. We've all seen it. She gets the ball and on her backhand. She's probably scoring at least nine out of 10 of those. So I'm going with Moyer. Amanda. Um, I'm going to go with, I have two. I'm going to go with Danielle again and Tot. Um, I think Danielle has the ability from um, close range inside the circle to just find the back of the net wherever she is, whether she's on her backhand, um, forehand, and just even a simple pushback on goal or read redirection I think she does um a really good job at like I said just putting the ball in the back of the net and then Tot um I think her forehand similar to Moyer's backhand her forehand is just um deadly so so you've thrown in there uh, Danny and Taylor West if people aren't sure Tot is Taylor West um mm -hmm. and I'm gonna throw a new name into the mix and that's uh Miranda Rigg, um, someone again had not got a cap yet, but uh, I'm sure we'll do in, in, in due course when this uh, COVID passes. But her ability to hit the ball on the backhand is just ridiculous. She absolutely creams it every single time. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the power she gets on that backhand is one of my favorite things when there is space and I see her winding up. I know something's going to happen. So for me, definitely. Um, she's, like a, she's like a kid in a candy store when she gets it on her backhand. She's like, yes. Absolutely, and she does, and she like she she's not gonna like she gives it everything. She doesn't. She's not gonna mm -hmm. die wandering. She's gonna go in there and she's gonna hit it hard. And if you're in the way, then get out the way. Good luck. Yeah, I like that. That for me, that that puts a smile on my face. Right, tough one. This one. There are lots of names in the hat. Um, we've got to come to a consensus. Mags, I'm going to go to you first. Where are you casting your final vote? 
I think I'm going to cast my final vote with with Moyer um, because I think, like Anna said, she um, has a great backhand. And I think um, similar to Riggy, Miranda Rigg, um, she delivers a great backhand in open space, but also in un under pressure. And I think she finds herself a lot of times in the circle, um, being able to be in the right position, redirect the ball, um, and yeah, finish. Anna. Shoot or shoot, going with Moyer. Absolutely, no, I concur. I think um, as an all round goal scorer, she probably um, gets the nod. Um, I saw some great video last year of the games against China last year where she scored a couple of goals, got a, a nice one that was redirected from a ball in from Anna. Um, and that was a sick goal. It was a good goal. It was like a waist-high deflection. It was a, it was a nice goal. Um, so, yes, Anna Moya is locked in for our shooting piece. Um, moving on, another interesting bit, skill. So, individual skill. Uh, who are you throwing into the mix, Mags? Um, I'm going to throw in Anna. Um, I think she has quick hands on the ball and good strength. Um, so I'm going to throw her in. It's very nice of you. <laughs> Anna, who are you, who are you putting up there for consideration? I'm going to go with Linnea because I think that she has like huge elimination. So she makes her pulls extra long and wide and she has that again speed to go around the defender and those elbows are sharp so if you get close to her you're in danger <laughs> uh i agree i think those two are, are very good choices i think linnea moves the ball so so far it's just tough to she uses those levers really well um so um i would agree with linnea um let's come to consensus are we good with linnea for skill yeah Two votes to one. She gets in. So Linnea is, we have the skill of Linnea on our player. And then our final piece um, is looking at some defensive work. So specifically looking at tackling. So which player's tackling are we going to apply to our All-American? Anna, who are you going to throw into the mix to start off with? I'm going to throw in Casey. Casey Unset, I'm going to throw in Casey. I think that when she lays down the tackle and comes up with the ball, it's a big tackle. So go with her. No, I agree. And she's been put into a new position this year. I've been asked to move from the left into the middle and done a lot more um, tackling, a lot more defensive work near the top of that circle. I think she's done very, very well. And she's certainly someone that's very strong in the tackle. So I think that's a good suggestion. Amanda? Um, I'm actually going to throw out Julia Young who um, isn't currently playing at the moment but um, due to injury. But she, I think, um, is very low, um, quick, and she's a patient defender. And I just remember uh, playing against her in practice. She's always someone that, for me, is really difficult to get around. And, again, I think it's because she's so patient. She's, she's quick. She's able to keep up and, and – uh, she, she has a good head on her shoulder. She's very composed. 
I can't argue with either of those two suggestions. I think they're um, both very, very good tacklers, very good players that we'd want. So we need to come up with, you two need to decide, who are we going with? Are we going with Casey or are we going with Julia? Anna, who are you going to I'm going to stick for? with uh, Mags on this one. I think Julia is an all-around great defender. She makes good tackles and she has a good head on her shoulders for sure. I'm happy with that selection. We're going to lock her in. I think uh, she's a player that we're certainly looking forward to welcoming back when she finishes her rehab. So with that in mind, we have completed our All-American. This is, this is some player. It's going to have the speed of Danny, the stamina or the cardiovascular endurance of Linnea, the passing ability and range of Ashley, the first touch of Ginny, the shooting of Moya, the skill of Linnea, and the tacking ability of Julia. Now, that would be a player that we'd like to have in our team, right? For sure. Absolutely. Girls, while I do have you, I'll be good to... Uh, we've had some questions that were put out on Instagram uh, yesterday, so I'd be keen to hear your answers. So some of the questions suggested by people that uh, wanted to know. If you weren't playing for the women's national team, what career would you be pursuing? Mags? Hmm. I think that's an interesting question because it's probably evolved from when I first joined the team. Um, Post-grad, I was looking into uh, going to graduate school for ABA, which is Applied Behavior Analysis. Um, so that's working with autistic kids and helping them develop behaviors and schedules and plans um, that they can succeed in their everyday life. Um, but I think if you ask me now, I, I really don't know um, what I would do. I think I want to leave my options open, potentially go into coaching, um, potentially go into real estate full time or um, take off on my new business adventure with Uncommon. So um, I don't know. Kind of an open book. Anna? Well, like Max, I'm also a little bit undecided. I think coaching would be really cool to do just because I've been playing for so long and I feel like I can really help a lot of younger girls and a lot of girls that were I was in the same spot um at one point um but my degree was in public health with nutrition focus and I've always been really interested in food I love cooking I love baking I love eating so um possibly like working with a sports team and helping them fuel themselves appropriately for games practices etc would be something I would really be interested in doing Nice. Two things I did not know about you two. So that's, uh, I've, I'm learning here as well. Um, what about, um, somebody asked if there, you've got some good advice of something that players can do to stay active during quarantine. I'm going to uh, angle this one to Amanda straight away. I think she's got some good suggestions. Um, well, I would suggest subscribing to Uncommon. Um, but I think in general, like just being creative with uh, what you have everyone's in a different situation so um, grab a hockey stick play in your garage play on your carpet if you have a backyard go play outside I know the weather by me hasn't been too great but um, just do anything you can to stay active get get touches on the ball um, yeah Anna any further suggestions to that no I think Mags hit the nail on the head I think there's a lot of even online outlets that are free and just a lot of great stuff to utilize online right now and get your hands and 
stick on hands on the ball and exercising. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I think like there are so many. Um, the one, the best thing that's come out for me for this whole COVID process is the um, the amount of creativity I've seen. Um, and like online, there are plenty of different options to to see little things you can do in your bedroom or your backyard or on your patio or whatever um for not only for the stickable work but for the fitness i think the creativity has been has been really good so i think there are plenty of avenues to to explore this is a good next question is a good one what advice would you give to your younger self anna i'm coming to you on this one what advice would you give to a younger anna um i think what i would say would just be it's just keep going. It's all worth it. When I was a kid, I was always do. I always did futures growing up. I grew up right in that pipeline since I was playing under 14. And I was constantly summers filled with field hockey when all my friends were going on vacation or having fun or senior year and junior year. I was like coming late to prom because I was at regional futures tournaments, stuff like that. And it's all just worth it in the end if this is where you want to be when you grow up. So keep grinding, keep playing and make those sacrifices. Good advice. Very good piece of advice. Amanda. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely agree with Anna. Um, it will pay off in the end. Uh, I did not do futures. I played softball growing up, um, but it was very similar where I was traveling on the weekends, missing a lot of um, activities that are typical for the average middle schooler or high schooler um so i think just recognizing that it will be worth it in the end um so put in the time now um because it again will be worth it and i think i would also encourage my younger self to continue to be you um and to be authentic and confident and to grow two pieces of very very good advice um and then the final question for today which is an interesting one another one sent in through uh, instagram who are your sporting role models anna i'm coming to you i'm gonna say lebron james we actually got the pleasure of seeing him live in person um when we were out in california so that was pretty cool and i just like his story I like that he built the school for the kids in need and I think he's an all-around great player and a great leader on the court and he's with his high school sweetheart so I'm gonna say LeBron. Amanda? Um, I'm gonna echo Anna and say that I appreciate LeBron's leadership and it's um, really fun to follow his story. I also got the pleasure um, to go to that game with Anna and it was just incredible to watch him um, do his thing. Um, but I also add in, I really enjoy following the women's national soccer team and their story. Um, and just seeing how their, their ability to inspire a country and, um, be vocal and create change, um, within their organization and for women's sports, um, while also just, you know, being a dominating force in their, um, arena. Totally. And I think, yeah, the, the dominance they show on the soccer field is, is impressive and it's tough to maintain those standards. It's, it's not only is the journey to get to the top tough, but I, I would suggest when you're there to stay, to keep those standards, to keep, keep being the team to be shot down is, is just as hard, if not harder. Yeah, I agree. 
Anna, Amanda, thank you very much for joining me in the circle today. It's been great to create our All-American. It's been great to listen to your answers and, uh, and have you answer the questions that were sent in via Instagram. For sure. Thanks for having us. Had a lot of fun. Me too. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Girls, stay safe and thank you very much. You too, Mark. Spread out, create space, five yards. We hear these cues all season when playing field hockey, but we need to remember them even more while social distancing. STX Field Hockey is here to support you as you continue to create space during this time. Follow us at STX Field Hockey on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter at stx.com for daily tips and tricks on how to keep a stick in your hand while social distancing. Looking in a stride here by Gregor. Oh, lovely bit of work here by Gregor. Can she get on the score sheet? Across the goal there for Gregor. Well, it's another solo goal here. Thank you for joining us on In the Circle. Come back next week for another look inside USA field hockey.